is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music. Try this. Good morning and welcome to Off The Record. If you're wondering what Off The Record is, it is your mum's favourite music show on yes. River Radio. Am I right, James? <laughs> yes, yes it is, actually. Uh, my mum loves it. <laughs> my mum loves it too, and hopefully you listening yourself and your mother love it too. James Collins, just a bit of context. Yes. Um, you know, we've been running this show for about... I want to say six months now. Crazy, really, isn't it? I think we've had our six-month anniversary. Mm. That's really exciting. Mm, mm, six mm, months mm. of music, artists, bands, a little bit of, you know, gossip here and there. Here and there. But actually, I feel like I've appreciated the music and the bands and the artists a lot more ever since listening 100%. back to our show. 100%. Talk to me. How can people listen back to our show? Yeah, so uh, if you go to the to River.Radio, um, there's a Listen Again section um, where all of our shows are available. And to, 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 to mention a few names of episodes that are available on there, we've got Bruno Mars. Come on. We've got Dua Lipa. We've got Harry Styles. We've got Billie Eilish. We've got the Bee Gees. We've got Olivia Rodrigo. We've got Shawn Mendes. We've got so many incredible artists. Michael Jackson, ABBA, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift. We've got so many artists dude, on that. Dude, dude, dude. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, exactly. Marvin and and, and as well as that, you know, all of these episodes are timeless because, you know, they've only got one history. They've only so, got um, one history. Come so if, you, if, if, it, if you're ever sitting there and you're thinking, oh, you know what? I want to listen to an off the record today. Not Here's the thing, James. So, yeah. You have listed so many legends, I mm. think. Mm-mm. I mean, I'd say they're legends, and I'm sure Wikipedia would call them legends too, oh, you yeah. know, my, my rather trusted source. Today is no different. Oh, Today 100%. is a huge legend within the music world. Mm. <laughs> I can't wait to hear you say next up is my absolute favourite track and I think we're going to hear that a lot there's today there's a few of them there's a few of them yeah yeah talks with James Collins introduced for the very first time people listening who are we covering today I would say we've got Mr Guitar we have Spot we on. have Mr Pop we have Mr oh, Guitar wait, wait. when you say Mr Guitar are you talking electric or acoustic we're talking Both. I'm talking Stratocaster bro okay. I'm talking electric Stratocaster this is this is the modern day Stevie Ray Vaughan this is uh, probably one of the most talented not necessarily in, in the latter part of his career but um, definitely at a time one of the most talented and acclaimed uh, singer-songwriters uh, that we have in the current music industry so um so well put james collins talk to us who are we listening to today and what's song number one this year this this year today we have the wonderful john mayer and we're going to start the track the episode off with still feel like your man i still feel like your man
your shampoo in my shower In case you wanna wash your hair And I know that you probably found yourself some more somewhere But I do not really care Cause as long as it is there I still feel like you're mad Nothing short of a timeless classic right there by John Mayer. Still feel like your man here on River Radio. James Collins, talk to me. Yeah, man. John Mayer, probably one of the the most acclaimed and biggest names in, within songwriting, uh, within American within music. music. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's absolutely massive. I think, you know, what an incredible discography that we're going to go through today. Um, I say this, I say this a lot and I say this every week and I think it's I think it's because we only do artists whose careers are worth talking about, I would say. <laughs> you know, so, and John Mayer is definitely, definitely one of those people because... Man, like I, I, I had such a John Mayer phase at one point where all I listened to was his music and and you can listen to so many of his albums and, and get caught within so many different styles and so many genres and so many so many different explorations of the same kind of concept and and, and at the core of it is John Mayer and, and, and he's such a talented, talented musician anyway that regardless as to whether he's doing country stuff, whether he's doing his more poppy stuff, it's amazing, amazingly written stuff, amazingly composed stuff and harmonically it's just, yeah, it's incredible. So um, so yeah, super excited to, to, to jump into the uh, discography today. Yes. And I've got to say as well, I mean, we, we don't need to talk about this, but it's probably worth mentioning. He is... Uh, a little bit older than us. Mm. You mm. said 20 years older than yes, us. Yes, yes. 44. 
but he smashes TikTok. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. Right? Tell me about it. I, I think that's one thing as well. Is like, um, you know, John Mayer has always won the internet, hundred percent. Always won the internet. Um, we've seen that in music videos. Yep. We've seen that in Instagram posts. We've seen that on his Twitter, and now we're seeing it with TikTok. He's I mean, it. he's such a hilarious guy, and I think, like, most importantly, like, his humor has always been amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think I think there's definitely a lot of people that dislike John Mayer. Um, and there's there's very good reason to dislike John Mayer um, <laughs> as a person. However, as a musician, and as far as his career is concerned, we're gonna be we're gonna be exploring how talented he is as, as a musician and a songwriter. You're right. There are people who love John Mayer. There are people who like him. There are people who dislike him. There are just people who honor him. But then there are also mm. people who don't really know him. Yeah, hundred percent. And so for them, 100%. I'm gonna give them the absolute honor and privilege of being able to hear how Wikipedia puts it. Come on, how Wikipedia on. puts it as yes. to who. John, get ready for this. Clayton Mayer is. Wow. I mean, were you expecting Clayton? I wasn't, honestly. I don't think you were. John Clayton Mayer is an American singer, songwriter, and guitarist. I love that those are the three things that sum him up. Mm, Singer, mm, songwriter, guitarist. He's phenomenal. mm. Born and raised in Fairfield County, Connecticut. Mayer attended Berklee College of Music in Boston. Boston. But left and moved to Atlanta in 1997 with Clay Cook. Together they formed a short-lived two-man band called Mm -hmm. Lo-Fi Masters. After their split, Mayer continued to play local clubs, refining his skills and gaining a following. After his appearance at a 2001 South by Southwest festival, he was signed to Aware Records and eventually to Columbia Records, which Mm -hmm. released Mm -hmm. his first EP, Inside Once Out. His following two studio albums room for squares which we're about to head to and yep, heavier yep, yep, things yep, yep. performed while commercially achieving multi-platinum status mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bonkers yep huge it's, it's crazy it's crazy and, and and that's most important like the thing with uh john is is the reason he left berkeley was because he realized that was he going to spend two years just you know, delaying the inevitable, which is that realistically, he's not going to be a better player. He's not going to be a better performer. He's not going to be a better songwriter unless he just does it. So he literally picked up, left and just wanted to go and play and, and gig. And that was where, you know, if anyone has ever had the uh, the chance to go and see John Mayer live, you will know how much of an incredible performer he is. We've got a couple of live tracks in here today because I think it'd be rude not to. Yeah. Um, because his live is is the one thing that that still makes him relevant today. You know. Yeah, spot on. You know, yes, his music can has faded. I would say um, as time has gone on, but his live performance is incredible. There's no one really, really plays a guitar like John Mayer does now. Yeah, spot um, on. Very good. And I think it's such a credit to so many incredible guitarists that came before him. Um, notably Stevie Ray Vaughan, but you know, he's, he's incredible for, for, for keeping that up and, and being one of the few artists that is still doing that. Paint a picture for me. Yes. 2001 South yep. by Southwest festival. Mm-hmm. Now at this point in time, he's not signed. No. I mean, this guy's just going around and he's doing local clubs. So mm-hmm. he's literally mm-hmm. just the guy that you listen to play guitar while you're grabbing your pint. That's That's, that's all that's he is. That's it's it. not yeah, even yeah, John Mayer yeah, yet. Yeah, right. Yeah. South by Southwest festival. That would have been huge for it. I mean, that's the thing is like South by is obviously such a massive festival for the music industry. Um, it's the one festival where undiscovered people can go and yeah. literally be off the record deal off the back yeah. of it. Um, it's, it's one of the biggest mountain pots, I would say, within within US music for for you, uh, for like record industry professionals um, and basically anyone that can create your career. Yeah. So, yeah, for him, like 
you know, all you have to do is give John Mayer a stage and a guitar and he'll perform to whatever crowd, regardless as to whether that's five people in the crowd. He'll make that show special for them or it's a thousand people or, or 20,000 people in the O2, you know. It's 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 insane. Like his live performance is ridiculous and it does not surprise me that, that from the off um, he was signed. So, um, so yeah, should we jump into his first album? Let's do it. What is the album called? Uh, so we've got Room for Squares. Um, it's an amazing debut album. Uh, this obviously comes after his first EP, um, but it, it's an amazing album, more of a refined sound. His first EP uh, is basically some of the tracks, but they're just acoustic. Um, so uh, yeah, we're going to start with No Such Thing. for anything better while in their memories 
Sir John Mayer, no such thing here on River Radio. We're going through the discography of Sir John of yes, the Mayer yes, family. Yes, yes, James yes. Collins, let me paint a picture for you. I'm sat here listening to this song, just chilling. <laughs> all right, I'm just sipping my water. Yes. And all of a sudden, you start preaching to me. <laughs> and all you're doing is just repeating the lyrics back to me, going, yes. how crazy is this? And I feel yes. like I have just a little bit of an epiphany. Talk to me. First line, welcome to the real world. She said to me condescendingly, take your seat, take your life, plot it out in the black and the white. Right. So this whole this this whole version of John Mayer, and this is what I think what appealed so much to, to people in the nineties, um, early two thousands, is there was such a movement of of people getting away from office jobs, people finding more freedom of expression. Um, you know, this is like early days of the internet, right? You so, say that. But I still think it's applicable now. Right, yeah, 100%, 100%. And so so obviously, like, the, the whole point of the song is I want to run through the halls of my high school. I want to scream at the top of my lungs. I've just found out there's no such thing as the real world, just a lie you've got to rise above. So it's this whole thing of, like, no, stay to a real, stay in the real world. You know, wake up, get a real job, et cetera, wow. et cetera. You've got bills to pay kind of thing. And he's like, no. No, there's no, I'm, I'm not doing it. I want to play guitar. I want to, I want to write songs. And that's exactly what he's been doing. And, um, you know, amazing to to come from a guy literally in his first album. And I think, you know, that was half the appeal. Like John Mayer's always been rebellious. He's always been someone that the people of, have looked towards. A little bit of a maverick. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, um, you know, the whole idea of like, they love to tell you to stay inside the lines, but some things are better on the other side. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's such an amazing energy. And I think that was kind of the energy that he was putting into his live shows. That was the, that was the approach that he was making with his music, which is inevitably he was going to be a a massive singer songwriter because he, he had the energy, he had the fight and he he was going to make it happen. He was prophesying his own future. Yeah, literally, literally. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so cool. But, um, you know, like besides that, we've got, uh, the next track we're going to play, I think is, is probably one of the biggest showcases at the time of, of his ability at at playing guitar. Well, I mean, I want to quote James Collins when I say this. Okay. But I mean, this is my favorite song. Right. (laughs) Not even just on the album. I think this is my favorite John Mayer song. There you go. I listened to it. (laughs) <laughs> almost like every couple of days skadoosh I'm that's a crazy little bit obsessed with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's mad but but like but like most importantly you've got to remember that john's playing the guitar He's whilst whilst, the guitar. whilst whilst singing this you know it's it's it's, it's absolutely crazy do you want to introduce as well james collins i'd love to introduce this come song. on next up we have got it's the one the only it's neon <laughs> dark enough to see the colors the city lights a trail of ruby red and diamond white it's like a sunrise she comes and goes and comes and goes like no one Comes and goes and no 
spaces with world in places to make it feel like home But all I feel's alone It might be a quarter life crisis But just the stirring in my soul Superstitions in my head
Bodies One Land, John Mayer here on River Radio. We are going through the discography of this living legend here on River Radio on yes, Off yes, the Record yeah. with Jordan Dean. And I'm James Collins. I think I might have said everything under the sun right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Well, obviously, uh, we're just coming off the back of your body as a Wonderland, which won his first ever Grammy. Uh, wow. And that was back in 2002. Imagine releasing your debut album. And uh, yeah, he won uh, the Grammy for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance around, on Your Body is a Wonderland. And yeah, I, I think, I think to be honest, because of sort of that that era of the early 2000s coming out of the 90s where you've, we, we were mentioning before like you, you think of the culture in the 90s of like um, you know your, your sitcoms you've got like Friends Scrubs um, you've got so many different shows like that um, where music was such a cool part and and you know that so so many massive artists within the '90s and early 2000s played a part in those well in that culture. Um, really. It was a pop culture defining uh, era. Yeah, man, 100. percent I mean, you, you've got you know you've got MTV, you've got like in its prime, you've got so many different channels like that that were that were just creating content. That God, I'm such a, I'm such a millennial creating content. They were just yeah creating like TV shows and stuff like that to to entertain what what was kind of almost, I would say, like a defining era for sort of like the the 20-year-olds, really, where, where you know, your, your 20s became more important and more 
about enjoying yourself than your teens did. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think that was definitely a defining era. You know, like you take friends for a, for a prime example, you know, the idea of friends is you've literally got these like late 20, friends. early 30 year olds that are all just having a great time together. Yeah. Like yeah. there's absolutely no pressure about them, you know, getting real jobs and selling no. down into yeah. the real world, you yeah, know, yeah. you know. And, and I think I think John Mayer kind of feeds into that because all of his music is, is really about just enjoying himself, having a great time, um, being with people that he loves, etc., etc. So, um, so yeah, it's a it's it's a great album. But that brings us on to his next album, uh, which I think is where stuff gets really interesting. Uh, most importantly, because I feel like this was a defining moment where, you know, heavier things as an album, it, 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 it there's always so much pressure on that sophomore album, on that second album that comes out, where people it's it's very much make or break, and people don't really know where they're going to go with the um, with the sound. And I think with this sound, uh, or at least with this album, this is where John went went more electric. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to jump straight into a track that I think sort of it probably put John Mayer into into the realm now of of him sort of being like um, every. I don't know. I don't know. He's 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 such an icon for songs about relationships, songs about intimacy, and things like that. And I think this is probably one of the defining songs from that from um, from his second album. So yeah, this is "Come Back to Bed" uh, from the album "Heavier Things." Don't 
I guess the PG version of that would be that he's a bit of a romance icon. If you yes. if you pick up what I'm putting down, my I friend. would say so. I'd come back to bed because we just had some sweet dreams. Yeah. <laughs> nice little snuggle. Yes. While we watched <laughs> BBC News. Yes, but moving on, we have I would say probably one of the biggest career changing songs in in John Mayer's Big career. Big statement. Big statement. Massive. You can't just drop it like that. But man, I think still to this day, the lyrics are timeless. I think this uh, this put John Mayer in a position where he he crossed genres. Um, this is John back on an acoustic guitar. Uh, this won him two Grammys for the same song at the 2004 Grammys. Song of the Year and Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. Um, and for me, I would say I would say more so than anything else, this is probably the one that that broke him in the US. Um, it went from kind of being you know he's got a few nice songs on like Your Body's a Wonderland, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, this was the song that I think was on on everyone's everyone's radio station, uh, and this is what people came to see him at, see at live shows. Um, and this is his song "Daughters," Come um, on. which man, like, uh, yeah, like I said, still to this day is absolutely one of my favorite John Mayer songs. Um, it's just written so well; it's so 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 good. Um, and basically, the concept is um, the idea of like fathers be good to your daughters, and daughter daughters will love how you do so it's this idea of um john being in a situation where he's finding it difficult to connect with someone that he's in love with and he's realized it's because of uh, the woman who he's in love with um had issues being loved by her own father etc etc so um it's it's amazing it's such such a beautiful song such a beautiful sentiment and um yeah man like you listen to to the crowd cheer in the um where the light is album the live album and this this track gets the biggest cheer i think out of virtually all of them so um so yeah massive massive track so um so yeah should we jump in let's jump in james collins please introduce the song for us this is daughters from the album heavier things by john Same. 
same she's been standing in since the day she saw him walking away. Now she's left cleaning up the mess he made. So fathers, be good to your daughters. Daughters will love like you do. Girls become lovers who turn into mothers. So mothers, be good to your daughters too. Boys, you can break. You find out. The boys soldier on. The boys would be gone without one from a woman's good, good heart. On behalf of every man, looking out for every. Gorgeous vocals there by John Mayer. Daughters, such a lovely song, man. Such a lovely song, and and that's the thing. I, th- I think with that one, I think it really popularized him, brought him right to the uh, right to to the forefront of of songwriting. I think also, um, as far as I was sort of like Nashville and country country music was concerned, like it had elements of that. So I think it, you know, it spread across America um, from from people across across all all types of uh, well. All, all types of listeners, really, uh, which is amazing. And, you know, like it absolutely propelled them. However, we do move on. And it gets better. <laughs> it gets better. I, I would say this next album we're, we're, we're getting on to, um, for context, this is Continuum, released in the, uh, uh, sorry, released in the year 2006. I, I, would, I would genuinely say this is probably one of the biggest pop albums ever released. It, as, far, as far as sort of like our current music is concerned within the, within the past 20, 30 years, this is probably one of the biggest pop albums of all time. Yeah. hundred percent, which is crazy. And you mentioned that this is the first John Mayer track that you ever heard, right? This was, yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you remember that. Here we go. Here we go. Do you want to, do you want to introduce it? Actually, wait, give me your impressions. Give me your impression of the song. The first time I heard this song was because I was 11 years old mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. desperately needed a new phone. So there was this one week where for some reason, my uncle, I think he was testing out a new phone. Right. So he had, do you remember the Blackberry? But it wasn't the one with the touch button. It was one yeah, with yeah, the yeah. ball in the middle. Yeah, oh, come on. The ball cursor. Uh, the, the OG. Curve? I think it's the curve. It was. It yeah. absolutely was. It was the Blackberry curve, but the old school one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So he gives it to me. So I've got this Shout for out a BBM. week now. I've got this for a mm-hmm. week and I'm happy. And mm-hmm. I'm in year seven. So we would have, we would have known each other. Come on. And there was nothing on the phone bar one video. For some reason, <laughs> my uncle had saved a live version of Waiting on the World to Change Fantastic. by John Mayer. Fantastic. But he, 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 didn't, he, didn't, he didn't have the whole video saved. <laughs> he just had the bit where it goes from the chorus into the guitar solo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so then I had this don't, don't, do stuck in my head mm-hmm. for years. Not knowing it was John Mayer, just mad, knowing that there was... Mad, and mad. for some reason, I thought it was just a BlackBerry deal. Do you know what I mean? I thought yeah. it was like... <laughs> I just thought this was like every BlackBerry phone came with it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it yeah, wasn't yeah. until I heard the song in its entirety that mm-hmm. I went, oh my gosh. It's crazy. So, I mean, I'm a fan of this song. Amazing. Love Amazing. the song, love the lyrics. Um, I think it's a beautiful song. But, you know, it's always got... It's always going to have a, like a real special yeah, place in yeah, my heart because yeah. of that memory. Wonderful. I mean, I mean, obviously, like, you know... Uh, going back to sort of like where this is in John Mayer's career, you know, he's just been, it, he's just developing his sound. Mm. Like it's not even, he hasn't even changed it up that much. He's still writing incredible music. It's just, there's just a little bit more soloing as we mentioned, as you mentioned, like the production's just a little bit bigger. The, the, the sound's just growing that little bit more. And I think with Continuum, this was kind of his magnum opus at the time where this is kind of, you know, it, it took him three hours to get there, but he has confidence in his own ability to songwrite, his own ability to play, and his own ability to to, to really songcraft um, and, and put together albums and songs that, that that really work and really connect with people. So, um, so yeah, let's jump in. This is uh, this is "Waiting on the World to Change" by John Mayer from the album Continuum. Yes, sir. 
Where in the world's changed? John Mayer here on River Radio. You are listening to Jordan Dean and James Collins, and we are going through the discography of the living legend. John Mayer, hundred percent. There we just had an absolute classic. Waiting on the world to change. Talk to me, James. Man, like, like I think, I think most importantly within the with that. Well, at this point in his career, this was kind of the peak. This was peak John Mayer. This is when everyone loved him. Everyone absolutely adored him. Couldn't get enough of him. And as we said, like this is when he he won his Grammys. Um, the the majority of his Grammys, anyway. Uh, he won best male vo- pop vocal performance again on Waiting on the World to Change, which is interesting because you know you don't necessarily hear John Mayer's voice and, and think it's incredible right but it's different and I think that was the main thing is you know he was a full package he wasn't necessarily the best vocalist but he was confident in his ability to sing um so he was an incredible songwriter incredible guitarist and incredible um incredible vocalist so uh you know I I think most importantly at this point in his career he'd only just released his first live album and obviously as I said before the special thing with John Mayer is his live shows. So he released his live album, Try, and then he released Continuum, okay? So for anyone who was invested in who John Mayer was, the songwriter himself, that's where that's where they're getting involved, right? So, um, yeah, the next track we're going to play, uh, this is one of my favorite songs uh, from John Mayer. Um, I love I loved the, the way it's written, and I think... With him, I think you know we've got we got you got tracks like "Waiting for the World to Change," which is quite similar to like "No Such Thing" and things like that. It's 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 kind of like this. It's not teenage angst, but it's like mid twenties angst instead, where it's like um, you know twenty year olds being annoyed that you can't change the world, right? There's it's it's such a there's such an innocence and such a lovely sentiment in it. Um, and then you've got this this next song, which is called "The Heart of Life," which is so prophetic and it's so. He's able to take such a an amazing stance on on just everything that's good in life and everything that's that he enjoys and and gets the most from and um, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. So um, so yeah, let's 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 play it. This is a song called "The Heart Alive" from Continuum by John Mayer. Turns the whole thing around 
Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. What a sad song. I would say it's pro- it's still probably one of John Mayer's biggest songs, though. Uh, and um, I would say probably also most recognisable. Um, and, and, you know, you can tell why. It's, it sounds amazing. The guitar sounds incredible. You know, I, I love a guitar solo. On a, on a John Mayer track because because they always sound only so a, good. Only on a John Mayer track. Though. Yeah, there's a few there's a few artists where they'll they'll chuck in a guitar solo and it's like yeah, but um but no, only on a John Mayer track. Yeah. Moving on to Come guitar on. solos Come and on. and how incredible he is as a musician. We <laughs> are going to play a couple tracks from. I would put this as probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Wow. I would put this as one of the best live albums I've ever heard. And experience because there is a there is a film as well if anyone's interested um this is from well, what's, the, what's the film called uh so it's exactly the same as the album itself uh which is where the light is live at los angeles Great. uh by john mayer this was released in 2008 so it was two years after um the release of continuum and i think at this point in his career john obviously knew exactly the position he was in and he was very much leaning into it so you know he had three three four albums worth of material to play and this is like a full like two hour show um which is absolutely incredible and it's amazing to watch um and the one thing that's special about john mayer's show as well is he is his own support act right so he plays an acoustic act to begin with he then plays a trio section with him pino paladino and steve jordan on drums um probably one of the best trios around and then after that he'll do his full band set so you know you've got like these these different experiences of his music um all through the lens of like acoustic singer songwriter blues trio and then finally full band full production so um so yeah we're gonna we're gonna jump into we are but first okay i want to play a game with you come on have you played the game smoke marry avoid Yes. Yeah, we're not going to play that. What okay. we are going to play is we're going to play Good, Better, Best. Okay, all right. Okay, cool. John's a little bit of a triple threat. He's yes, a he singer, is. a songwriter, and a guitarist. And mm-hmm, I want you mm-hmm. to rank out of those three what he's good at, what he's better at, and what he's best at. Whole whole career encompassing. Whole career encompassing. Good singer. Okay. Better songwriter. Okay. Best guitarist. Wow. 100%. 100%. I would say so. You were so quick at answering that. Mm, I would have mm, thought mm. you'd have to think about it a nope. little bit longer, but you're nope. so sure of it. Good voice. Good voice. Here's a good voice. No, no, we're not down that. We're not down that. There's that. nothing special about it. It's unique, but there's nothing special about okay. it, I would okay. say. Um, as in, there's, there's nothing technically special about it. Best his songwriter. Songwriting is incredible. Yeah. Has gone a little bit downhill in his later albums. We're going to get to that, but yes. And then the guitarist. You know, man, honestly, I, I don't even want to talk about that. I just want to play some of these tracks Come because on. because the best way to experience John Mayer live is... Oh, sorry. John Mayer as a musician, as a guitarist, is, is, live. is live. That's the that's the, that's the best way to listen to his music. He, there's so many, you know, uh, Bill Withers, live at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. Um, you've, you've got so many live albums like that where, you know, they stand as far more popular than than the originals. And for me, that's that's these that's these these three tracks that we're going to we're going to so people listening right now would mm-hmm. you recommend that they stick some headphones on then 100% if, if you're listening on on, on your what headphones mobile, do you need to wear any any <laughs> any applicable uh, but yeah I mean if anyone has a spare two hours it's an incredible it's an incredible film if, if anyone on. wants to watch it come on but uh, but yeah we're going to we're going we're gonna to start off with uh, acoustic John Mayer this is Stop This Train <laughs> Thank you. 
try to keep an open mind I just can't sleep on this tonight Stop this train I wanna get off and go home again I can't take the speed it's moving in I know I can But honestly Oh, I'm never gonna stop this 
Indeed, you will see him in a few minutes, James Collins. Free fall in there, live at the Nokia, what is it, Arena? Nokia, yeah, Nokia. It's, it's, it's uh, probably one of the biggest stadiums in LA. So, um, yeah, it's massive. Now, you, the next track we're going to play. <laughs> that was a long pause. I, I'm going gonna to be dramatic about it. I'm going to be dramatic about it. Talk to me. This, I would say, is probably one of the best live performances I've ever listened to. Um, When I saw it live was probably one of the best live performances I've ever experienced. And this completely changed the track for me. The recorded track has absolutely zero, zero to compare with this. And if you're listening, John... So you're listening, John. You mucked up on the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Just stick to live. Just a bit of feedback, bro. But this, this track is phenomenal. There is nothing, I don't think, any any live performance better. I'm tempted to not even whoosh our way into this. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. We, we, we're starting. We're continuing with this. Should we tell them what, what's coming up? We've only just got gravity. This is gravity. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, right now, it's... Currently, eleven fifteen in the morning, mm-hmm. so it's bright. Mm. Mm. But should you be listening to this mm-hmm. or listen again, mm-hmm. which we mm-hmm. explained mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show, or you know you've subscribed to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever it might be, get in a dark room. Just just take a moment. Whether whether that's your whether that's your Sunday coffee, whether that's um, you know your Saturday coffee, whether that's uh, yeah, just just take a moment. And and just just go with the music because this is this is probably one of the the most immersive tracks that I've I've, I've ever experienced. So um so yeah, without further ado, this is Gravity live from Nokia Theatre by John Mayer.
I mean, what do you even say after that, James? Literally, I was. We may as well just end the show here. Thanks absolutely. for listening, guys. I'm in Jordan. <laughs> no idea. It's, 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 it, it speaks for itself, right? In the sense of, you know, there is nothing better than John Mayer with the guitar because it, it, when you actually th- when you actually listen back to to those records and you listen back to to that album as a whole, you realize how much orchestration there is in how he builds so much suspense over nine minutes. Nine minutes of music, you know, there, there's... But it keeps you gripped. Yeah, and, and by the it. end of it, you really, really have that, that climax at the end and that, that explosion of sound um, that's incredible. And then obviously he he has that bit where he teases you at the end and then and then the whole band come in and, and, and it's, it's amazing. So yeah, it's... Um, it's it's mad. He he just has so much control over over his sound, over the crowd, over over everything. It's it's absolutely incredible, or at least he did. And then it kind of this is where it begins to take a bit of a turn. Um, so at least for you, it begins to take a turn. Well, so so two thousand and eight um, was when he released his live album. Two thousand and nine, he released his album Battle Studies, and we're not going to play any tracks from that. Um, it's still same sound, John Mayer. Um, just the continuation of of basically everything great that he was doing um but yeah this is where it starts to take a yeah a turn one might say um so interestingly enough um i'm sure people have heard of john mayer's uh rolling stone interview um which is probably unfortunately one of the main reasons he's so famous um and there's a lot of things in that where we that we wouldn't be able to talk about on radio. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And uh, uh, it's... What you're saying is, is if people are curious what you're talking about... Yeah, go, go over a read. There. It's out there. So the, the title is The Dirty Mind and Lonely Heart of John Mayer. And unfortunately, what it does is showcase how John's lifestyle, um, sort of being as, as incredible as it is and being the incredible pop icon that he is... Um, also has its massive its massive downfalls, which is that at the end of the day, everyone treats him as the superstar that is John Mayer, right? So, yeah. you know, he basically, you know, in retrospect, has spoken about this period in his life and particularly that interview and basically said that people would read a John Mayer interview and expect a John Mayer interview. So, it you know, that, in, that interview particularly um, was kind of like the peak of him really being so egotistical and, and having to, to, to really perform um, and play with the public, really play with public reaction um, and stay and stay relevant because you got to bear in mind, this guy is now what five albums down. He's just played the biggest show and the biggest live album that he's going to release of his whole career. So is this the point where it now begins to, you know, the curve begins to, to, to go downwards before it settles, you know. So he's at the real peak of his career. So so does he lean into that or does he just go with the, almost like with Stop This Train, it's like go with 
the passing time, the passing of time and everything. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's really interesting, I would say. Um, but I would say most importantly, after, after that, um, interview, uh, John gets diagnosed with, uh, gran, uh, granuloma. Okay. Which is a throat condition, uh, which causes, which is, um, basically there's, a, there was a growth on his vocal cords. Wow. Okay. So it was, a, it was a, obviously this a terrible similar time. to what sort of Elton and Adele had, is it? It's quite similar. You know, any type of throat condition like that, basically whatever happens, the throat itself needs to heal. So if there's any operation or anything along those lines in the same sense of uh, Julie Andrews or people like that, it's where the operation may have even gone wrong or the healing process has gone wrong. So there's two main factors, which is operating and so diagnosis, operating and then giving it time to heal. So with John Mayer, he basically came to the conclusion that the only thing that was going to be able to, well, what actually worked in the end was, was Botox. So they injected Botox into his vocal cords. No way. Basically to completely paralyze his vocal cords and give them the opportunity to, um, to heal. So, uh, it meant that he literally couldn't speak for an, an elongated period of time. And this is where we get to my favorite John Mayer album, I think ever, uh, other than, other than obviously, uh, where the light is. Um, and yeah, we're going to, we're going to kick off this new era. So basically John went to the country with this. Um, he decided that, you know, he was gonna, if he couldn't speak to anyone, then he didn't want to speak to anyone kind of thing. Like he wasn't going to be in LA where everyone's trying to speak to him and go, Oh my God, Hey John Mayer. And he wouldn't be able to have a conversation. So he went to the country. Yeah. He moved to a, to a small town, uh, with a producer called Don Was, and they basically just made a bunch of music for an elongated period of time and uh yeah in 2012 uh john released the album born and raised so this is obviously after his operation after his period of um his period of of rest and it's just that thing that's incredible with john mayer and as we said before um you know he's as much of a, a musician as he is a vocalist and a songwriter and when you see him live, you can really see that, that he uses the guitar as an extension of his expression. And like, it's, it's so beautiful in the, in the way that he plays. And, um, with this album, that was, that was a hundred percent the case. So, um, so we're going to, we're going to crack on, uh, with the first track on the album. This is queen of California from the album born and raised.
California is stepping down, down.
I'm curious. Mm. Why are you a hater, James Collins? Of what? <laughs> of newer John Mayer. Okay, so 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 this period I absolutely adore. I, I love country John Mayer. I think tracks like something like Olivia have so much groove in it. Um but we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. You'll you'll see. You'll see. It's fine. When we get there, I'll I'll, I'll let you know. Don't worry about it. But um yeah, someone like Olivia got so has so much groove in it. And I, I absolutely adore it. Um I think you know, when, imagine not having a voice. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine not being able to talk in the slightest. Um, not necessarily in the sense of he couldn't talk. Um, I mean, when his vocal cords are paralyzed, obviously he couldn't talk. Mm. But as in, imagine being in a situation where, you know, for the sake of being able to talk or sing for the rest of your life, you literally can't, you, you can't say anything. Um, and I think most importantly, what, what that meant was John was then making music that, he felt he wanted to make. Uh, I think with someone like Olivia, this is where we get into kind of like more of the the, the groove-based stuff, more of the rhythm-based stuff. Um, and it becomes a lot more guitar-heavy. And that's the thing. It's not to say that his latest stuff is worse. I think the song writing takes less of priority and it's more about the sound itself and about the groove and about the rhythm. And I, I think that, that that's all it is, just a reprioritization. But in the meantime... We have, I, I think this is probably up there with my top three or four John Mayer tracks of all time. Um, this next one is, uh, it's called Walk Grace's Submarine Test. Um, and it's such a beautiful song. There's such a, such a lovely sentiment about the idea of going beyond your means, going beyond what people expect of you. Um, you know, John's never made any explanation about this song. Um, there's a bit of a cliffhanger at the end and you don't really actually, it's, it's basically open to interpretation. And the idea is it's, it's almost kind of like a story, um, where you kind of create your own meaning. Um, and it's relevant to you regardless as to what your situation is. You can find relevance within it. Um, but yeah, it's such a lovely story. And, um, yeah, this is just kind of storytelling, John Mayer's storytelling, um, at its finest, I would say. So, um, so yeah, this is Walt Grace's submarine test from the album, Born and Raised. Mm-hmm. 
desperately hating its old place Dreamed to discover a new space And buried himself alive Inside his basement Tongue on the side of his face, man He's working away on displacement And what it would take to survive
Boys, John Mayer. Such a beautiful song. And Bringing I, us towards the end of our show, James Collins. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I, I, I think Born and Raised um, really, really encapsulates John Mayer as, as the type of artist that he is now. Um, I think coming back from sort of post-surgery, you know, his voice completely changed. His speaking voice, his singing voice. And I think that in itself, um, you know, it, it completely changed changed his approach to music because it wasn't all belting you know putting so much energy into his music it was now about crafting it was now about finding ways of of being able to sustain that same energy whilst his voice was on repair so you know it, it, this this album was a big turning point um and we're actually gonna we're gonna skip his next album uh wildfire that was released the year after um continued the same type of type of energy basically um he stayed living in the country um and yeah he it, it's another amazing album and i would highly highly recommend listening to it um just because i if you're into more country more acoustic john mayer it's definitely definitely worth a listen but we're going to be moving on to his 2017 album the search for everything and this was obviously it was the first album that he'd released in three years um and it was big it was a big album massive world tour and this was the tour that i actually saw him on um and it was amazing because you know it's literally like our show going through his whole the whole discography but all completely live so it's like the highlights of john mayer up until now uh, which was amazing and um yeah we're gonna play uh, probably one of my favorite tracks from the album um we we started with still feel like your man that was from this album and we're gonna jump into moving on and getting over Oh, 
us to the end of the show James. yes 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 i mean i mean what an amazing progression what an amazing career you know with its highs and its lows um and I, you know i really feel like when when john had that thing with his with his throat that was really very much a turning point in his career and and, and has shaped sort of like the old and the new um but yeah now we've just got some amazing music so much groove some of the best guitar arrangements you know, that anyone in pop's making. And yeah, I absolutely adore it still. What's good is that his music is timeless. Oh, 100%. And so it doesn't matter that he's got all these albums and whatever. Mm, we, mm, if mm, you mm, want, you can live in the upside of John Mayer. 100%. And that's the thing is like, realistically, before there was such a fight for him to to be making, gra- to winning grannies, making number ones and stuff. Now he just wants to make music. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, Absolutely. just serves a different purpose, which, you know, is absolutely fine. Well, so. I've enjoyed today's show. I hope you've enjoyed it, James Collins. Yes, and yes, I, yes. I hope the listeners have enjoyed it. Yes. Wherever you stand, you know, at the start of the show, we said that there are people who love John Mayer, the people who don't love John Mayer, mm-hmm, the people who mm-hmm. don't know John Mayer. So wherever you find yourself within those three, we hope you've grown to at least appreciate the craft. Yes, 100%, 100%. And we've got no small song to sign off the show. No, 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 no. This is um, this is the the single. Uh, it was the first single released from his new album, Sob Rock. Definitely worth a listen. And we're going to finish up with it. This is New Light by John Mayer.
Across the Thames Valley. One more time. Across the Thames Valley. This, this is River Radio. Well, now for some pop music.